Then there comes the continuation of the main text. Number this point number two. قال المؤلف رحمه الله فمن السنة نزوم الجماعة فمن رغب غير الجماعة فارقها فقد خلأ ربقة الإسلام من من أنقه وكان ضالا مضلا Imam al-Barbahari continued, the author, rahmahullah, al-Barbahari, rahmahullah, continued. So from the sunnah is adhering to the jama'ah. And whoever desires other than the jama'ah and departs from it, then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. And he is astray, leading others astray. Shaykh al-Fawzan, hafizullah, said in explanation, is saying فَمِنَ السُنَّةِ لُزُومُ الْجَمَاعَةِ So from the sunnah is adhering to the jama'ah the united body as we will see the united body of the Muslims upon the truth the jama'ah Shaykh Hassan said so from the sunnah is adhering to the jama'ah he said since that is the case and since Islam is the Sunnah, and the Sunnah is Islam, then the Sunnah is of different types. فَمِنَ sunnati لُزُومُ الْجَمَاعَةِ So from the Sunnah is adhering to the Jama'ah. Meaning, <coughs> adhering to the Jama'ah, the united body of the Muslims. And what is meant by the jama'ah here is jama'atul muslimin al-ladhina al-haq. What's meant by the jama'ah here is the united body of the Muslims who are upon the truth. Again, as another side point here, then this is something which is authentically reported as a statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud that he explained noble companion Abdullah ibn Mas'ud explained with the same meaning the jama'ah what is meant by the jama'ah so Shaykh al-Albani mentioned in his notes to Mishkat al-Masabih volume 1 page 61 the statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud in that regard that he said al-jama'atu ma'wafaq al-haq wa in kunta wahdak Mas'ud who said the jama'ah is whatever conforms to the truth even if you are alone and Shaykh al-Bani said this is reported by Ibn Asakir in his Tariq Dimashq volume 13 page 322 part number 2 with an authentic chain of narration a sahih chain from him authentic from, from Ibn Mas'ud that he explained the Jama'ah that it is ma wafaq al-haq wa in kunta wahdak Whatever conforms to the truth, even if you're alone. Obviously, many people think that for it to be the Jama'ah, you must, must have a lot of people. So, if all you can see is a lot of people upon falsehood, a lot of Muslims who are upon falsehood, that must be the Jama'ah, because that's the majority. What the Shaykh al Razan is making here is that the Jama'ah is the united body of the Muslims who are upon the haqq, upon the truth. And likewise, in Mas'ud, said, the Jama'ah is whatever conforms to the truth. Even if you're alone, even if you're only one. 
Then Shaykh Fawzan, Hafizullah, continued. As for the Jama'at, this is another point that people must understand. They see these innovative groups and sects amongst Muslims who call themselves, and each one calls itself, we are the Jama'at of the Muslims that you must join and be with. So Shaykh Fawzan deals with this point, and he says, As for the Jama'at, as for the Jama'as, the groups, which are not upon the truth, then these are not called Al-Jama'ah, the true Jama'ah. They're not called that. Every Jama'ah, every group which gathers upon Bavala misguidance or upon a methodology contrary to Islam or upon a way contrary to Islam, then it is not called the true Jama'ah, that which is required and praiseworthy. Even if they themselves call themselves that, give themselves that name. But Islamically, they are not called that. So the Jama'ah, the united body, which is meant here, they are Ahlul Haq, they are the people of the truth. And this does not necessitate that they must be numerous. Rather, even if it is a single person upon the truth, then he will be called Jama'ah, the united body, the Jama'ah. So the Jama'ah is those who are upon the truth, whether its people are few or whether they are many. So you adhere to whoever is upon the truth, and you do not contradict the Jama'ah which is upon the truth. Rather, you should be with them upon the truth. So whoever splits from the Jama'ah, the united body, the next explanation of this will follow in the next section, the next part. And adhering to the Jama'ah means not departing from it and not, not conflicting with it. Again, as a side point here, before continuing, then again, Shaykh Salih al-Suhaymi, Hafizullah, he said, on this point, the same point, he said, he, obviously referring to the author, al-Barbahari, he encouraged adherence to the Jama'ah, and the Jama'ah is Al-Firaqatun Najiyah. It is the saved sect. As proven by his Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying in the hadith of Mu'awiyah radiallahu anhu when he mentioned the separation of the Ummah, the splitting of the Ummah, that it will split into 73 sects, all of them being in the fire. So they said, what is it? Asking about the saved sect. What is it, O Messenger of Allah? So he said, it is the al-jama'ah. It is the jama'ah. That's the evidence that Shaykh is bringing. But the jama'ah is a saved sect. Because the Prophet ﷺ in this hadith, when he mentioned the Ummah split into 73 sects, all of them in the fire except for one, the saved one, when he was asked which one, and the response was given, it is the jama'ah. Shaykh said, this was the narration of Ibn Majah. And it is the most authentic of the narrations. And it is more authentic than the narration of At-Tirmidhi. Man kana ala mithli ma ana alayhi al-yawm wa ashabi. In At-Tirmidhi's wording, when Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
was asked which one is a saved one, he said, that which is upon the like of what I and my, and my companions are upon today. So the first wording is more authentic. Al-Jama'ah. Then the Shaykh makes a very important point. It's just with regard to authenticity, which is more authentic, that wording or this wording? He said the, word, the more authentic is the word Jama'ah. He said, even though there is no difference between the two sentences with regard to the meaning. In the meaning of both is, is the same. That which I know my companions are upon today and the Jama'ah, both are the same thing. Both refer to the same thing in meaning. There is no difference between the two sentences. So each one of them emphasizes the other one. So the Jama'ah is, to mention it in brief, <coughs> the companions and the Tabi'een and those who followed them upon good. Those who are upon that which the Prophet was upon and his companions. This is the most precise and the most excellent and the most comprehensive and all-inclusive definition that is possible to give to the Jama'ah. I mean, those who are upon what the Prophet was upon and his companions and those who followed them upon goodness. Then the Shaykh said, and there are some people who limit the Jama'ah to the time of the companions. Say the Jama'ah is just the companions in their time, that, just that. Or limit it to the time of the Khulafa al-Rashidin, the, the rightly guided Khulafa, or the like of that. The Shaykh said, this is a restriction of something very wide, which Allah has made wide. Because Allah, the Exalted and Most High, says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا عَنْهُمْ The explanation, and the first and foremost ones from the Muhajirin and the Ansar, and those who follow them upon good, Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him. Shaykh said, so what is meant by the Jama'ah is whoever is upon the methodology in any time and in any city. It's not limited just to the time of the companions, that was the Jama'ah and that was the end of it. Or it's not limited just to the time of the Khulafat al-Rashidin and that was the end of the Jama'ah. And now we have to look back at something that's finished. No, Shaykh is making the point, as clear from that ayah, that something, whichever time, whoever is upon that methodology, <coughs> in any time or in any city, any time or in any city, whoever is upon the methodology which the Prophet his companions were upon, in their sayings and actions and creed and belief, ittiqad, whoever is like that, then he is from the Jama'ah. And whoever separates from it, whoever splits from that, or isolates himself from it, then he has split from the Jama'ah. And there occurs a severe threat upon those who split from the Jama'ah. That he has isolated himself, and whoever isolates himself away will do so and be in the fire. And whoever separates from the Jama'ah by a handspan, then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. Back to the explanation of Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan, Hafizullah, he continued with the next sentence, he said, He's saying, فَمَنْ رَغِبَ غَيْرَ الْجَمَاعَةِ وَفَارَقَهَا فَقَدْ خَلَقَ رِبْقَةَ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ أُنُقِهِ that whoever desires other than the Jama'ah and splits from it, 
then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. In the yoke, as the shepherd explained, something is put upon the neck of cattle and the like, so that they are submissive and they yield to the one who is in charge of them. He has thrown that off from his neck, the yoke of Islam from his neck. Sheikh Bazan said, this, this phrase here, is the text of a hadith. Man faraq al-jama'ah qeed shibrin faqad khala'a rifqat al-islami min unuqihi. Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, whoever separates from the jama'ah by a handspan, by the amount of a handspan, then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. In a footnote, they mention this is reported by Imam Ahmad and Al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Khuzayma and Ibn Habban and Al-Hakim and others as a hadith of Al-Harith Al-Ash'ari radiallahu anhu. And it was declared to be Sahih by Al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Khuzayma and Ibn Habban and Al-Hakim and others. And as an additional point, it was declared Sahih, likewise by Shaykh Muhammad Nasruddin al-Albani. So the hadith, whoever separates from the jama'ah by the amount of a handspan, then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. Shaykh Al-Fazan said, this is wa'idun shadeed, a severe threat. So if the mufaraqah, if the splitting away is with regard to aqeedah, creed and belief, such that he comes to worship other than Allah, then this is kufr, this is disbelief. And if he splits from the jama'ah by doing worshipping other than Allah, then this is kufr, disbelief, altogether. And if the splitting away is less than that, then it will be dalal, misguidance. So, splitting away from the jama'ah, there is no good in it. In either it will be Splitting away to the extent of being kufr, disbelief. Or at the very least, splitting away, which will be balala, misguidance. And there occurs in the hadith, Alaykum bil jama'ah, fa'inna yadallahi ala jama'ah. There occurs in the hadith, Adhia to the jama'ah. For the hand of Allah is upon the jama'ah. In a footnote they mention this hadith is reported by Imam Ahmad and Al-Humaydi and Al-Tirmidhi and Al-Nasai in his Sunan Al-Kubra, his major Sunan and Ibn Hanban and Al-Hakim and others besides them from a hadith of Umar radiallahu anhu with wordings which are close to each other. Al-Tirmidhi said the hadith is Hasanun Sahih, Gharib, good, authentic, singular with this chain here. And it was declared Sahih authentic by Ibn Hibban and Al-Hakim and Al-Dhahabi agreed. And likewise, it was declared Sahih authentic by Shaykh Al-Rubani. <coughs> then Shaykh al continued. And when the Prophet wasallam informed Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman of the fitan, the trials and tribulations that would occur and the splitting that was going to occur, Hudayfa said to him, what do you command me with, if that reaches me? So he said, "And tell Zama Jama'at al-Muslimina wa Imamahum that you should adhere to the Jama'ah of the Muslims. You should adhere to the United Body of the Muslims upon the truth and their ruler, their Imam. 
in a footnote, they mention this hadith is reported by Al-Bukhari in his Sahih, hadith number 3411, and reported by Muslim as hadith 1847, as a hadith of Hulayfa Shaykh Fazan comments upon this narration and, say, and said, Salvi Jama'ah will not be except by way of two matters. Firstly, the first matter by which the Jama'ah is attained is that the person is upon the manhaj, the methodology, the way of the book and the sunnah. Its methodology is not the madhab, the way of so-and-so, nor, nor the saying of so-and-so. Rather, the book and the sunnah. The methodology of the jama'ah is the methodology of the book and the sunnah. It's not the madhab of such and such person, nor the statement of such and such person. Rather, the book and the sunnah. And the second matter, which comprises the jama'ah, is that it, ha- it has an imam, a ruler, a Muslim ruler, who leads it, and to whom it refers back. Sheikh said, it is not possible for a group, a jama'ah, to unite without an imam. There must be a ruler, an imam, for it to turn back to. And, there- and therefore, Hudayfa, rather therefore he said to Hudayfa, Talzam jama'at al-Muslimin wa imamahum. Adhere to the Jama'ah of the Muslims and their ruler. So then he said, Hudayfa radiallahu فَإِن لَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُمْ جَمَاعَةٌ وَلَا إِمَامٌ What if they do not have a united body, nor a ruler? Then he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, تَعْتَزِلُوا تِلْكَ الْفِرَقِ Then avoid all of those sects. Then avoid all of those sects. Sheikh said, he ordered him to avoid all of the firaq, all of the sects. So he should not be except with the united body of the Muslims. And he, he should not be with the jama'at, the different, different jama'as, different groups, other than the jama'at of the Muslims. Rather, he should remain alone upon the truth until death comes to him while he remains upon that. Sheikh said, so this shows that a person should not be with the jama'at, with the groups which conflict with the true methodology. And they will not be the jama'at, except with two conditions. Even if they claim, they all claim that we are the jama'at of the Muslims, you have to join us, be with us. He said, they will not be the jama'at of the Muslims except if they had two conditions. That their manhaj, their methodology, is the book and the sunnah, and the manhaj of salaf al-salih, and the methodology, the way of the pious predecessors. And then secondly, that they have a Muslim ruler who leads them and they refer back to. So there will be no religion except with the jama'ah, the united body of the Muslims. And there will be no jama'ah except with the ruler, imam. And there will be no ruler except with hearing and obeying. This is the methodology of the Muslims. And this is the sunnah which he, rahimahullah, explained.
So this contains a prohibition of shuvud, of isolated and irregular opinions, and of conflicting acts. There's a prohibition of that, people being upon isolated and irregular opinions, strange irregular opinions, and conflicting acts. And that a person should adhere to the jama'ah as long as they are not upon misguidance. So he's saying, then he said, he's saying, خَلَعَ رِبْقَةَ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ أُنُقِهِ Whoever splits from the jama'ah by handspan, then he has thrown off the yoke of Islam from his neck. Sheikh Al-Qawzan <coughs> explains this phrase. He said, it used to be the custom of the Arabs that they would put a cord or a heavy rope upon the sheep upon their necks so that the sheep would not not become separate and become lost and become eaten by the wolves and these ropes would be connected by a single rope which joined them together to safeguard them each sheep would have a, a large rope put around its neck to hold it and then it would have a connecting one connecting it to all the rest of the flock of the sheep this is called the ribqa so the Prophet ﷺ likened adhering to the jama'ah to this matter. For the jama'ah is the rope which protects from those things which bring about destruction. So the rope which is upon the necks of the sheep protects them from the sheep, protects them from the wolf and from being lost. But likewise the ribqa, the yoke of Islam. He said, his saying, Whoever separates from the jama'ah by, by a handspan, then he has thrown off this yoke of Islam from his neck. And he is misguided, misguiding others. Shaykh Razan said, meaning, misguided himself away from the truth, from the path. Mudillan, misguiding other people. So he has misguided himself and misguiding other people who take him as an example and follow him. He, the Most High, said, for the explanation and whoever contends with the messenger after the guidance has been made clear to him and then he follows other than the way of the believers then we will put him upon the path he has chosen and enter him into hellfire and what an evil destination Sheikh Razan said so what is obligatory upon the Muslim is to follow the path of the believers and not to be at variance with them and not to isolate himself away from them.